When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. You're trying to build on a tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're trying to put in a better place. So if we're going to put in a better place than where it's been, then we're going to have to do some incredible things. <laughs> UNI Wrestling Head Coach Doug Schwab hopes a recent donation to the program will inspire those incredible things. Only one Panther has won a gold medal so far in UNI history, and starting in 2018, that accomplishment will be on display in the West Gym. I guess I couldn't be more grateful that we're going to be able to have that, and I'm going to be able to see that display every day, and I'm going to be able to know that a guy that was never a state champion was still able to achieve that level of success in the sport, and it's just a great lesson for, for me and our guys, too, that we're just going to keep working and believing in it. Bill Smith came to the Iowa State Teachers College from Thomas Jefferson High School in Council Bluffs, Iowa, where he never won a state title as a prep. The closest I got was uh, second place in my senior year in the finals with uh, Eagle Girl Wrestler, and uh, he beat me in a dual meet at that time. <clears throat> So I never got back at him, so he still still claims, you know, how tough he was. A lot depends on what you're willing to put in this sport, and you just don't know when a guy's going to take off. I think that just you could keep believing in the work and the process, and I mean, obviously he got around some really good people. I mean, you see some of the see, see some of the partners that he had, and you start getting in a system, and now guys start you start believing in you, or maybe you just start maturing, or you know, different things happen at different time. But it's a it's a great lesson for our guys that. And you don't have to be a four-time state champion to be a national champion or be a world champion or be an Olympic champion. You know, it's it's so much about what you're going to put in and if you're going to stay consistent with those things and believe in the work and kind of things that we talk about our guys every day. But, you know, just having those kind of examples that you can point to and that guy get to the absolute pinnacle of our sport and not be a state champion, um, it speaks volumes to, I guess, to, I guess, probably his work ethic and what he was willing to do and not be deterred. Like, so what if I don't win a state title? Like, that's not going to define me. Well, the growth, the growth has got to be contributed not only the culture, of course, that we had here by the name of Kuski, but 
there was a wrestler by the name of Bill Cole. Bill, you know, that's great. And and uh, I worked with, worked out with him every day. And of course, he was one of these guys coming back from the war. You know, and he, there wasn't any two ways about anything. He did it his way. He bounced around quite a bit. And in doing that, I th- I think he he made the uh, national champion that I was uh, a national champion because he just you know he was relentless all the time about doing this and doing that and you know he he didn't worry about whether he hurt the poor little boy. Smith won NCAA titles in 1949 and 1950 and finished his career undefeated with a record of 52 and zero. He also had two ties. Ah, that was pretty, pretty exciting. And it made it even more exciting when they, when the guy I was wrestling in the finals decided to pull some sneaky move on me. And he turned me over on my back. <laughs> and I had to scramble out of that and then get back by scoring takedowns on him and finally defeat him, but he was my nemesis there for several years. The joy of an Olympic title was delayed, as Smith wasn't even sure he had won as he stood before the Olympic podium. I, I did, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that that uh, I, I scored on the wrestler from Iran, but I, I didn't think it was a score that uh, needed. I thought I had to pin him. You know, I had to get a fall rather than just a decision. And uh, it's odd because we should have known that. But the wrestler that we had on our team at 191, he knew that. And that's what he was screaming from the stands to tell me, you know, Quit trying to pin this guy. You got it won because you 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 know you beat him by decision. But I didn't know that. I thought I had to pin him. So that was that was why when we got up on the stand, I didn't know for sure whether I won. But Flintenberg, he he knew. Smith and his fellow teammates had to shoulder much of the financial burden to travel and compete in the Olympics in 1952, and he was denied his shot at a second Olympic title because he had accepted money as a high school wrestling coach. That's right. Yeah, I spent way too much money. I shouldn't have gone because I, you know, <clears throat> had you know, children on the way. And uh, and when you, you know, you should be taking home, taking care of them. And, uh, but my wife, we talked about it, and she <clears throat> was always pretty, um, Good about wrestling, you know, and keep, keeping things ready to go when when we need to have a, be in wrestling because we were in not only from just a wrestling point, but from the um, coaching point too. So but that was kind of a big thing for her to go back and make sure she got there. <clears throat> Didn't happen though. That he would have his opportunity taken away for something like that is. I mean, silly, he's not supposed to make a living. I mean, what's a guy supposed to do? You know, it's not like it's not like they had clubs back then where, you know, some guys now, they're, they have some clubs, they have some people that, that take care of them so they can just focus on training. But, I mean, the, 
you got a family, what are you going to do? I mean, you, you have to, you have to be able to provide for them and take care of them. And that he lost his amateur status on that is, I mean, that's silly. I mean, I don't know who's ever making those rules, but they weren't very smart. Um, but wow, you know, I mean, just like I said, the struggle that those guys had, I can't imagine even, you know, when I first got out and that's 15 years ago to how much the landscapes changed in club and that stuff. And they had nothing back then. I mean, everything's kind of on your own. I'm sure they're just, hey, we're going to get to this tournament. It's not like someone's taking care of things for you. So, um, but it doesn't mean any less. I mean, it's still, you know, he's still, he's an Olympic champion. I don't care if you're Olympic champion in, in 52 or 20, 2016 or 2020 or anywhere in between, you know. I mean, it, it, it still resonates the same. And I, I wanted to uh, try to make the team mainly uh, because I wanted to, my wife didn't get to go in '52, of course, because you know, all, we, all we had to, we we're always looking for a nickel here and a nickel there, and um, so she didn't she didn't get to go. So I figured, well, you know, what the heck? Four years later, I believe I can take a shot at this too again, and then we'll make sure she gets to uh, the Olympic Games. I mean the rules. Some of that, some of those rules are crazy. I mean, when you think about it, that he would he would lose that. Even just how they got over to the Olympics and and I mean their training and the things that they did. I mean, just <laughs> I mean, how much more farther advanced we are now, just technologically and just nutrition and I mean, how, I mean, how much everything's evolved. Despite all his success as an individual, the highlight of his career came in the West Gym in 1950. Oh, the favorite memory was, you know, of course, winning the NCAA championship team title. You know, we had we had won several titles with different wrestlers like Bill Cole and Bill Nelson, and we had a bunch of Bills, you know, go on. I think there were five or six Bills that were all national collegiate champions at Northern Iowa. So that was kind of unique. The final resting spot in the West Gym for Smith's medal was picked with care. It was won in here. You know, it was made in here. Even though it was won over in Helsinki, it was still made in the West Gym. And I think that's why that connection and, and kind of taking it back to the start. And, and also, I think, to inspire not just wrestling, but anybody else that comes through the whole tracks in here, softball, I mean, that, you know, I mean, that we can reach the highest level of, of, of sport. The Hall of Champions that was put together, um, you know, I think Sandy Stevens kind of really got got that thing going. And I mean, we have we had the one set of double doors, and you kind of see those pictures there of kind of the history. But and as soon as we thought of a place to put it, it was like that's where it needs to go. That's the guys come out of you know you walk out you walk out of the the weight room, boom, there it is. You're walking into the restroom, there it is. Just kind of that reminder. It just serves as a reminder that guys can reach a pinnacle of sport, and they you can do it in the West Gym. <laughs> You know, but just the history that we've had in this building and the history of you and I wrestling. Um, I don't know that, that, I mean, to me, that's, I mean, it's like, that's a, it's an artifact of not just our history of wrestling, but just wrestling in general, you know. I don't know, and I, I, lo I love the sport and love the history of the sport. So having that kind of piece of, of history to me, just, I mean, oh, there's just more sense of pride. I mean, that. And then it's going to be it's going to be right out there. You know, you're going to be able to see it and touch it and feel it and think about it. And I mean, for me, I know I will, and I'm sure our guys will will, will feel the same way. So there's a lot of people that that are paying attention to you. There's a lot of people that support the program. There's a lot of alums that have 
they, I mean, the, the sweat and blood and tears and work and, and everything that they've sacrificed for the program, you're a piece of that now. And that part of your job is to uphold that and, and, and to put it in a better place, you know. So hopefully Bill Smith's not the only gold medalist, you know, ever in the history of, of you and I. You know, hopefully there's someone else and, like, I'm, I'm going to be that next guy. Just think that guys knowing that they can do it here, no matter if it's been a long time ago, that, that it's actually been done in this building. And man, you can, if you've, if you have enough uh, imagination, I mean, you can, you know, you can see it. <laughs> you can feel it, and you can hear about the old, the old stories about those guys talking about how the, the 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 mat used to be up there and how they used to run down and just, I don't know. There's just a, there's just a there's an, a romance, and you've been around and seen the guys talk about it, how kind of their their eyes light up and face lights up, and they come back here, and it's just like you know, you're looking in, you're like it hasn't changed. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. Some, Part of what makes it great is like you can go back to maybe maybe the '70s and those guys, or I can go back in the '50s and those guys, and I can still kind of remember coming in, and and it still it still still feels the same. A lot of people don't understand that uh, by that time, the excitement of uh, you know being an Olympic champion wasn't wasn't there yet because of TV, you know, and reporters and everything like that. So. We still, you know, the exciting thing was to win the NCAA. And so, you know, getting back from from uh, another country after winning a gold medal wasn't ex as exciting as a lot of people thought it was until afterwards, you know, after it grew uh, a few years gone by. You know, talking about a guy that he never won a state title, obviously, some things happened that he was developed. There were some things. There were some a lot of people that poured into him, and maybe a way to get back is to do that. So, I know I, I know I couldn't. I guess be more pleased that that's going to be the resting spot for it. You know, just just inspire inspire me every day too. But I don't think we can honor guys like that enough that that got to it. And in something where we wanted to name the mat after him, you know, I never thought that he would come give the medal and do those things. You know, but I don't. We can't honor him enough. I mean, that that what he did in the sport, and then I mean, he still pays attention. He knows what's going on with our team. Yeah. I mean, he love he loves wrestling, and he's still he's still real sharp, man. He he knows he knows what we're doing. He knows when our team's doing well, and yeah. and 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 he wants to see. I know he wants to see a, another guy, you know, be able to do what he did. I just wanted to make sure that it's someplace where you know it's going to be glommed. On to you know it took fifty years and then people will get who you are or what you are. <laughs> they just said, "Well, I don't know where it came from, but we'll keep it." And I'll look forward to obviously look forward to having his family here and and, w and wish you know wish that he could be here, but understand, um, you know, when, when things get older, things break down a little bit. And yeah. but but I know I know I know his heart and mind and body. I mean, he, he's here, you know, and and part of part of the history of him and. I guess his legacy that he left for the program will always be out in that hallway.